Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. And uh, the goal of this podcast is to help you become the smartest Amazon seller that you can be. Um, and we do this by teasing apart what really makes products succeed, what drives conversion, what drives traffic, all of those things. And so that's why I'm really glad to have Ian Bauer with me. He is a graphic design expert, and we were just jamming on a lot of different ideas. And I know that uh, you're going to be able to take away a lot of things. So, Ian, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. You know, Ian, you said something that I hear a lot of people that they were reluctantly pulled into the Amazon land. You know, when you were building out your, you know, your graphic design team, that uh, you. You know, you had some vision for it, but, you know, the Amazon clients just came, you know, they and, uh, have a very specific need. So tell us a little bit more about uh, your, your, your background and uh, how you've come to see Amazon. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm actually an Amazon seller. I've been a seller since 2015. I'm a brand manager and I have a, a wholesale business. So I was doing that for a long time and I've always had a graphic designer on my team. And so um, I kind of got to a point where, you know, people who I was friends with were, kind of, were you know, looking at the stuff that my designer was doing and, and saying, hey, you know, do you think that you could do this for me? Do you think maybe we can have this done or whatever? And so that kind of evolved into uh, Graphic Rhythm, which is our design agency. And while I initially really wanted to build it um, as more of servicing small businesses, and we do that, we definitely do that, um, we... Um, you know, just through my contacts and through the the people I network with, uh, our Amazon services department just went wild. And so what we've done over the years is really built that service out uh, to specifically help Amazon sellers in whatever uh, design venture they need uh, to get the designs that they need. So Okay, well, we're, we're going to cover. Yeah, we're going to cover more about what it is that you're doing. You know, what you're bringing to the table, because uh, I, I many audience members know that. Like, we talk a lot about conversion and the difference it makes in increasing that just by a few percentage points. And I personally think that images are uh, the easiest way um, once you have you know a coherent set of images and graphics like that once like i'm just telling you as an amazon shopper when something looks looks good i just like trust it and i'm way more likely to buy so tell us talk us through a few like uh, we could call them conversion triggers things that like elevate uh a product's uh likelihood to just to convert sure um i do want to quickly mention though that one of the things that i try to make you know everybody I talk to really cognizant of is the fact that Amazon as a company is becoming a more visual marketplace. That is their big push. You could see that everywhere. They're adding videos to listings. Amazon Post is a new service, even their advertising suite. There's a huge push to really just make Amazon as visual as possible. So what we look at for these conversion triggers is, uh, you know, there's a whole process, but one of the key parts of that process is taking a look at the reviews of the uh, listing we're working on or their competitors if they don't have a listing. And what we're looking for is three categories. We're looking for what do people love, what do people hate, and what are people confused about? So what are people confused about is probably one of the most powerful 
um, ways to optimize your Amazon images. So let's say for a minute, you look at a competitor's listing and in the Q&A section, there's a bunch of questions that are not specifically answered in the images, okay? Just think about that for a hot minute. <laughs> An Amazon customer was so interested in this product that they wanted to buy it. And instead of clicking the buy now button and getting it instantly they, delivered to they their house, the they asked a question and waited for an answer. Just think about that. So if that question had been answered, then they would already be a customer. So t- to me, that is a huge conversion inhibitor. And so if you're not mining your competitors' uh, questions and answers for specific objections that customers have and putting them in the images, then that's a big missed opportunity. And it's a great way to like almost instantly optimize your images. So that's just one of the ways that we look at it. And there's a few others, but um, what people love and what people hate are two of them. That's awesome. I, I really like that. Another word that you use that I like to think about is like removing people's objections. And that sometimes you need to point out what they might uh, or like not want. And you need to say like, this is why this fixes that. Or um, I mean, you, you just need to like address exactly what your, your product is or is not. Sometimes um, it actually is beneficial to tell you that this is not to be used in this setting. Um, and because, you know, you don't want to get that negative review if people buy it and it's, you know, getting used in a completely different way. Um, so people, let's, let's just jump through this. People come to you and they like, you know, they want to improve a listing and, and um, kind of a top-down approach. And you will do a lot of like the direction setting, you know, like, Hey, here's, uh, here, here's, uh, the strategy that we can make everything a little bit coherent and tell, you know, the story of this product, um, what goes through your mind and like, what specifically are you telling, uh, customers what to consider to, to improve it? Yeah. So typically, so our process starts out by, you know, gathering some good information from our client. And then we go out in the world and look for additional information from their competitors and around the web and things like that. And what, when it comes to gallery images, you know, Amazon is a, a product first marketplace. People are not um, searching for problems. You know, Google is a problem marketplace. People type in uh, how to relieve back pain into Google, but into mm-hmm. Amazon, they type into they type in lumbar support, right? And so um, that's the first thing is we verify that that stage of awareness, that that funnel, that that's where your product is, because there are occasionally some you know problem focused um, keywords and things like that that people are targeting. So that's the first thing we do. And then when we approach the gallery images, uh, the above the fold images on the listing, what we're really looking to do is sequence them so that they uh, pull the reader in, uh, pull, pull the viewer in as quickly as possible. So your main image is your main image, you know, that serves one purpose, which is to get the click. But then the second image, we consider one of the most important ones. And in that image, typically what we try and do is address the unique selling proposition because your customer, your Amazon customer is looking at every other lumbar support on the world in, you know, on, on Amazon. If they're like me, they've got like 17 Amazon uh, tabs open on Chrome, you know, and they're just going through each one. So you need to differentiate yourself like immediately. And so that's why the unique selling proposition is the second image that we do. And, and, and how do you convey your, the unique selling proposition? Well, so we use conversion copy ideally, you know, um, and so 
Um, it, it really depends on the product, but we're, you know, typically it's going to be call outs um, that demonstrate a unique feature if that's the case. But if you take, for, for example, something like a supplement, okay, um, a supplement does not have a lot of physical features, right? And so what we do is we call it, we call it a transformation image and a transformation image demonstrates how your product is the vehicle for moving a customer from an undesirable state into a desirable state. And so we might use a transformation image there. Um, I always like to use the Superman analogy. Uh, you know, if you are selling a phone booth to Superman, are you going to wax on about the durable doors and the and the you know the glass and how it doesn't make any noises and how it's so roomy? No, you're probably going to focus on the fact that after you exit the phone booth, you'll be able to leap tall buildings and shoot lasers out of your eyes, right? So uh, your product serves to get a, to transform your customer from an undesirable state into a you desirable know, one. I think uh, you stated exactly kind of like I've had in the back of my mind, I felt like the second image like should have uh, a, a consistent strategy, just like the primary image. Like everyone knows, we everyone talks about that first image, you know, how to get it right. It's gotta be the product. Amazon's actually the most strict with their rules on it. Um, but the second one is, the next most important. And because if they're swiping on this, they're really considering your product. And I like that, you know, you show like after this product, you know, you become Superman. Do you do this usually through just showing the transformation or uh, is this like adding on, you know, some text call outs? There's always text. Uh, you're, you have eight or so, depending on your category, images to use, image slots. And every single one of them is an advertisement and you have to change. You have to reframe your whole thinking about that. I, we look at listings all day long where, where the seller or the brand owner thinks that photography is doing it. Um, you know, and they just put up photos of the product from different angles or maybe somebody holding it or even lifestyle photography, which is great. But you have to put uh, words on those images. It's an advertisement. Sell, 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 sell your product. So, yeah, we definitely do. Very interesting. Now, when it comes to the uh, rest of, you know, the images and down to the enhanced brand content, what other things are we are we trying to do? Are we worried about like a color scheme and like making things like feel like it's all tied in telling a brand story? Do you tell your brand story? Do you say like, hey, for every, you know, one we sell, like we're solving this problem? Like, do you, do you convey a mission? Um, I've worked with a brand that, that that has a mission. It's probably why I mentioned it. You know, they sell notebooks and, you know, they they do like they've built a few schools. Tell us like holistically how you're thinking of the whole package down to the A plus content. Yeah. So what you're really talking about here is message matching. So what we're trying to do is match the message that we're delivering to the prospect at the moment that they need to hear that message. So if you think about a buyer journey on Amazon, they type in a keyword, they start browsing through listings, right? They click on some main images that seem like something that they want. At that point, they're still comparison shopping, right? And they need to know like right away if this thing is or is not going to be the thing that they're looking for, right? So they narrow it down. So now they're down to two or three. And from there, now they're really deep in the, the funnel. 
now they're more, they've gone past product aware and they are, um, you know, and solution aware. Now they are most aware. They are fully embedded. They know what all their options are on Amazon. And so now they're looking for a reason to buy. Price is one of those things. We can't really control that on a design level, but we can control brand story and making sure that we're putting in points of differentiation that matter to a deep, deep in the funnel um, kind of uh, buyer. So Brand story could be one of those. Maybe somebody's looking for that thing that they need in order to um, feel good about this purchase, like you just mentioned. So we'll, we'll put that in there. Now, those are typically going to be sequenced later in the gallery images. So seven images um, six, seven, and eight, we reserve for brand story. Um, and then also cross-selling, product lineup, uh, things like that, that they don't need to know until a little later in their buying journey. And then the A-plus content, uh, serves that purpose as well of primarily cross-selling and then bringing them deeper into the brand story. And so we put that all together to have a, a really like sequenced, manicured, intentional journey for the buyer um, you know, throughout the whole thing. And you mentioned, should it have a certain design aesthetic? And the answer to that is absolutely. So one of the components that we bring in with the design portion is to make sure that the imagery matches the visual identity of the brand itself. So following their style guides, if they have one, um, or oftentimes, like we work with private label sellers quite a bit who don't really have a well-developed visual identity. And what we'll do is we'll pull elements out of their packaging um, or we'll ask them to just maybe like provide a little design direction so that we get the look that they're, get, they're looking for. Very interesting. Okay, so let's jump into um, A plus content. We were talking a bit earlier about the modules in the enhanced brand content. Do you did you have any favorite ones that you think that like if people aren't using this you know feature that they you know are missing out on an opportunity? Well, so sort of. Um, there's a popular thing that people like to do with the A plus content, which, um, which is that there are two modules that are solid image. Like you just, it's a banner, right. And they're of varying heights and people love to take those and just put that in there. That's their whole A plus content. So it looks like six rectangles stacked on top of each other. Um, and that's really popular to do because it's by far the easiest way to build A plus content, but I would really encourage you not to do that. And the reason is because of uh, creating visual interest and creating a hierarchy, a visual hierarchy so that people are looking at your A-plus content the way you want them to. So those are by far the favorites. We like them too, a lot, quite a bit. But what we do is we get clever with the design and so we'll take this big banner image and we'll actually make the background white and then we'll make it look more like a web page because the the white background fades into the white background of the Amazon web page and you could get a little more clever with it. Um, of the modules, I would say the one that you should always try and utilize if you're able to is the uh, comparison chart. And the reason is because that is the only place on an Amazon listing on the entire thing, top to bottom, that's the only place where Amazon lets you put a link to other products that you own uh, or that you're selling. And so you can link the actual ASINs in there. And so it's a great cross-selling opportunity if you have a product line. Uh, so I definitely recommend doing that. That's really good. I Right now I'm looking at one of our products and I see a compare with similar items and I see actually competitor uh, products. Is that something that we control or did Amazon put that together? Amazon did that. So Amazon generated that comparison chart. So you can actually put one in your A plus content that demonstrates your different um, 
product line. If I put the one in my A plus content, does that remove that one, that that, that Amazon widget or? No, it won't. It, it'll actually appear higher in the um, listing than your okay. A plus content, I believe. But uh, it'll at least give you the opportunity to demonstrate your other products. All right. A+. Well, this one I'm looking at right now is below the A plus content. So I think this is, that's a good opportunity. Okay to, to kind of, the feature comparison is, is really good. I mean, um, many of my audience know that I've, I've built a, the software solution and one of the, one of the best ways to just like sell it is to do a feature comparison because you show where you're different. It's really good. It's very visual. Uh, I, as a, as a consumer, like, you know, I gravitate to that. If you're very analytical, you're going to go straight to there and look at like these bullets. Hey everyone, if your Amazon business is struggling with cash flow and sometimes you just need cash now, well, I'm partnering up with Payability. They are currently funding Amazon businesses with capital advances of up to $250,000 and accelerated daily payouts. There are no credit checks, no complicated paperwork. Simply connect your Amazon account and the other channels you sell on and get an offer within 24 hours. With over 3.5 billion of growth capital deployed, Payability remains the largest and most established e-commerce funding solution. Get an exclusive $250 sign-on bonus when you sign up at go.payability.com slash seller. We'll have a link in the show notes. So in my business, we have had a you know, cash crunches i would say about once a year we're like we're like hey we're forecasting something not so great and we just need a little bit of like our advance because like sometimes two weeks can be a long time to wait when you have people to pay because that's how those relationships (laughs) smooth over great so thank you to payability and if you want to get 250 dollars straight up just sign up with them and see your options. Thanks. Now, a lot of people listening here, like, you know, they work with brands. One thing that they always kind of know in the back of their mind is that they're like, well, if I could bring this brand value, the more value I could bring them, the, you know, the better our relationship is. So say they, this brand has, you know, a product page and it's all right. Like it, it does sell, but you know, getting into the next level does make a difference. How should those people think of using a service like you? Well, there's a couple different things uh, that we recommend. So uh, if you hand off the entire listing to us and we're able to do everything that I've just described here. So, and, and that requires backing up just a little bit. When we actually started Graphic Rhythm, it was initially our clients would come to us and say, hey, we need listing images. And we said, great, tell us what you want. Um, and then they would tell us what they want and then we would deliver it. And it was kind of a nightmare. Um, nobody's expectations were being met. And one of the things that I realized was that we needed to control the entire process. You know, like I knew that there was a system that worked for producing great images. And so we took more and more of that away from the client, you know, to for their benefit, right? And, and just said, right. hey, we'll handle it. I'll be honest, just in this interview, you've said a few things. I'm like, okay, this guy has like, methodology the fact that like number two you're like this is the transformation image and i'm like yes if i'm if i'm working with someone i actually want them to bring that expertise to me and so i totally agree with with your approach right so so you can work with us in that capacity that's how we we work all day long um and so you could basically turn over the whole project to us so that's one way that you could use a service like ours and and have us do it 
start to finish. But one of the things that we've heard from our clients is, hey, I want to resell your services or, hey, you know, like I've got a bunch of listings and it becomes unaffordable at a certain point. Um, so how can we like work on this? And we actually came up with a pretty cool solution where we train you and we teach you everything we know. We give you all the resources and tools to do what we do up until the point where it's time to design. So we teach you how to write the copy. We teach you how to sequence the images. We teach you how to do the research, look for the transformation, perform a transformation analysis, all of that. And then, then we just do the design at a much lower price. So that's another way that we could work with you. So uh, we really have two options depending on what your business is and what you want to get out of it and how much work you want to do on your own uh, before you hand it off to us. Interesting. I've, uh, let's see, been doing this podcast for almost two years and uh, a few things have like always stuck out. That is like, you can never have too low of a conversion rate. Like it just matters. Like Amazon's robots, that's what they look, they reward it. That's how you uh, can perform on top selling search terms. And the single best way to do that is compelling images. That's how you show, um, like this is what you control. You know, this is like, this is your, uh, this is your space and because you have a little bit less control over the reviews, the amount of the, you know, and the, and the rating, you just, that's going to come sometimes slower than you want, but you just don't control it as much as like, but like today you can update these images and, and, and increase your conversion just overnight. I'm very intrigued by this. And I think you're, stating something that I want to start acting on in improving our listings. I know that some of them are all right, but like, that's not good enough when I'm investing a lot into these. Thank you so much for your time, Ian. So your website is graphicrhythm.com. You do have features uh, just for Amazon sellers and uh, actually a lot of information. Some of it we we may have covered, but a lot I know we haven't, uh, such as a webinar. What more uh, can people learn from uh, your webinar? Honestly, just teaches you, uh, you know, all the things that we we talked about here. We go into uh, more depth on the transformation process um, and the things that go into image sequencing and how we approach image sequencing. We talk a little bit about image formulas. We've come up with a variety of different image formulas that we use to, uh, you know, like quickly formulate images and put them together, uh, you know, and these are like kind of like internal tools that we use, but we make them available to you. So that webinar is is available. You can check that out for free whenever you'd like by going to graphicrhythm.com. Thank you so much for your time and, and really uh, your expertise. It's motivated me. I've got a lot of products that are just all right. And I have been needing and wanting to take them to the next level. And I think you've even said a few ideas that I would love to act on. So thank you for your time, Ian. And hopefully, you know, we have a chance to to work together at some time. And especially like when someone's like really good at what they do, I, I, I respect it. And so that's it for this episode, everyone. Uh, please subscribe and stay tuned. If you want to learn more from Ian, make sure you go to graphicrhythm.com. All right. Thank you. Thank you.